hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Apollo Stands, and they have a new album coming out November 5th called Interstellar with some crazy artwork we're going to get into. We're going to get into the album, we're going to get into the artwork, we're going to get into everything here. Right now, I'm being joined by Alexi to share some more information about this stellar release, as well as, I believe, how the beach was in Spain. So, yes, Alexi, great to have you on the show. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a uh, pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if that's okay, I want to chat about mm. Spain. Mm, yes. No, it was lovely. Um, it, was, it, was, it was warmer than here, that's all I can say. I don't know about how you, where you are, but it was definitely warmer. <laughs> well, I am I'm in Canada and the prairie, so uh, to put it bluntly, I guess you could say winter is right around the doorstep. It is currently mm. four degrees Celsius, cloudy, and the leaves are falling. Yes. No, we're, we're pretty much in that state as well over here. Cool. Well, I'm glad that we could agree on something. Mm. Now, the other things we can agree on is that Interstellar is a stellar release to astronomical proportions. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. You're quite welcome. Now, take us through this this album. Is it... Actually, it's, uh, sorry, my question actually kind of is, what is it? What did you guys set out to create? What is this album about? I mean, it's it's not really a um, a, a concept album in itself. It's... Um, it's 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 about many different things. I mean, obviously there is there is a stellar um, inspiration there, uh, but then you, we've got one songs like Pick Up, which uh, are more about the, str- the struggles with drug addiction, and then um, other ones like um, I cannot think off the top of my head, The Arbiter, um, which is uh, more about this, the struggles of day to day life as the average person. <laughs> But it, it it does revolve a lot around interstellar space, you know. Obviously, with the name Apollo Sands, that is um, a big influence in our music, definitely. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of an interesting question because there's so many space themes then. Mm-hmm. Because when it said Apollo Stands, I don't know if you guys meant you know like a like a Greek statue or if you meant the rockets no. rockets that well, took I mean, people to Hollywood so they could film people pretending to be on the moon. <laughs> yes, yes, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen. No, don't talk too much about that. They'll come after us. Mm-hmm. That's right. No, I mean, um, with Apollo, I mean, obviously, uh, he is the god of music among many other things. You know, the, the god of sun and stuff like that. So there's, 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 there's the, um, yeah, and the space aspect of it as well. It's definitely been a huge influence in my music for since the beginning. Why is that? Um. I think space has always just fascinated me. Sorry, I moved away. It's always just fascinated me. Um, I, I, I like watching it in my spare time. I like learning about it. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's something we know so little about, and yet we're surrounded by. That was deep. Something we know so much about, yet we're, or so little about, despite the fact that we're surrounded by it. That's almost the human, mm. ex- you mentioned, you know, day-to-day struggles in life. Yeah. Wouldn't that be part of the human experience, that we have the, incredible ability to be distant from reality yeah well uh, i don't know about distant from reality i think we sort of get lost in in our day-to-day life like yeah like you said about reality and sort of uh um just just forget about where we are and what's going on around us well maybe not maybe not reality that's kind of the word i used just to sort of encompass uh denial of climate change for example, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. as, as a result of 
what I would call being disconnected from the earth, just doing things to the earth that don't make sense, but being okay with it because yeah. this strange human existence that says, well, I'm me and that's the earth and we're two different things. Hmm. No, I did speak about this uh, recently, um, uh, you know, as you said about climate change, you know, it's, it's ridiculous how, how easily we could solve the problem and yet we, we decide not to. Yeah, there's no money in solving that problem. No, exactly. No, that is exactly why it's not being solved as quickly as it should be. Yeah, and then, but money's not real, so it just starts just going into circles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly so. Okay, sweet. Day to day struggles. Drug addiction. Now, this is, mm-hmm. we were talking about things that are like quintessentially British. Something that comes up a lot is day-to-day struggles. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious, what's what's life like over there that uh, a day-to-day struggle becomes something to, to write a song about? Because, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm myself am burdened by going on the hamster wheel to pay bills and then having, yeah. the, having the realization that, like, well, here's a fun fact. I pay for a car to take me to work. So if I just mm-hmm. stop working... I actually don't need to pay for a car. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, yeah, you could do that. I mean, you still have to pay the bills and right. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I totally get it. I mean, day-to-day struggles around here. I mean, obviously it's just um, our politicians, our, our politics that, that we're surrounded by in this country is just, as you've seen, a, a joke. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. Oh, I heard Brexit was going very well. Mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. For the five no. people it benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. That, I mean, that's that's what we talk about. You know, the the, the power and the wealth uh, should be shared out a lot more than it is. But obviously, you know, mm-hmm. certain people are told they're worth more than they are. They get that into their mind, and and here we are in this world. And here we are in this world, fan freaking tastic. Now, I guess the next question is: I'm bringing up seven tracks on this record it's kind of a, mm-hmm. a funny one that comes to mind is with seven songs was mm-hmm. it going to be like an ep and you guys said you know what we got a couple more tracks to just fill out an album um uh, it, i mean it was originally six um and uh our in our second song which essentially is uh, in solaris was going to be a lot longer but um we realized you know time is short people's attention span is short so we decided to sort of break it up a bit more and we've, we've we've tried to compress it as much as possible without sort of ruining the listener's experience basically mm-hmm. and just like trying not to extend stuff where it's not necessary okay so a production mm-hmm. decision yeah basically yeah i mean i, I feel like like we've taken on board a lot because obviously i spoke to you um uh before about uh minds didn't we Maybe carry on because remember people yeah. have a short attention span. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So uh, we 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 got a lot of criticism for that album, and, and we've taken taken it on board. You know, taken on the a chin, and and we've applied that to this album, and to hope in hopes that it will be what people expect and what what people will enjoy. At mm. the same time, as making good music. Correct. Now, I guess my next question, then, you know, making something that people enjoy during the last eighteen months, how? For example, usually, like if I were a band and I wanted to find out, you know, if my album is successful, similar to how Mm. a a comedian will go out and tell a joke and then read the crowd and then Mm. think back, was it the delivery? Was it the joke? Was it the crowd? And then dissect it and work on it. A band should do the same thing. We're going to play a song. 
We're going to have, you know, the drummer's three girlfriends film it. And then we're going <laughs> to, we'll take a look at the footage. You know, are we playing in time? Is it the wrong crowd? Were we, like, was it a yeah. country gig and we showed up as a metalcore band? Um, yeah. Are people walking back to the bar? But that really couldn't happen over the last 18 months. So how did you guys do that? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, we've we've had a lot of reviews. We did we did have a lot of reviews for the album, and a lot of them were very, you know, uh, very kind. And 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 I know, looking back at it now, there is a lot of stuff I would have changed and done better. Um, and and they outlined everything that I, that I had thought. So we basically just listened to what the reviewers and what our friends had to say, because, like you said, we didn't have much of a chance to to perform it because we've just been cooped up trying to do the best we can to sort of keep some sort of um music alive yeah very very true now one of the tracks you mentioned in solaris has a lyric video so everybody listening in go into the show notes down below the mm. episode there you'll find some links for the band's website uh i've got some links for some socials do you guys have a, an actual website that we can send people to we actually don't no we, we, we we've sort of mostly focused on social media so like facebook and instagram and twitter we're definitely on those and we definitely push most of our um, stuff through there okay is there one that you guys prefer to send people where you are most definitely find yourself connecting with people mm, uh, facebook and, and instagram we're, we're pretty active on yeah we like both of those are very good okay so what i'm going to do down below is <clears throat> in the show notes i'm going to put all the links for the socials which basically, if you look up Apollo Stands on any social, you will find it. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and put those links in there. And then also below that, we've got a couple of videos that are available in Solaris and Pickup. And in Solaris, I've got up as a lyric video. You mentioned that track specifically. You also said that it's a made-up word. Mm -hmm. take, us, yes. take us through this track. Why does it deserve a made-up word? What does the made-up word mean? Take us through the lexicography of... <laughs> Apollo stands. That's a big word for me, but I think I can sort of try and work with it. If it even no, has a um, word, let me look at it. I may have made that word up. Who knows? <laughs> it's a real word, the practice of compiling uh, dictionaries. Right, okay. Yeah, so, you know, it, it was a word. Not exactly what I wanted to say, but it was a word. No, but anyway, take no, us through Insolaris, please. Or in, in, no, Insolaris, sorry. In, no, no, no. I mean, it's Insolaris, Insolaris. I mean, I... I it was sort of a, again, like an amalgamation of words like in, we are in, solar, our solar system, and then us, us in our solar system. Mm -hmm. That's all it is, basically, very simple, because obviously this is what the, um, the music sort of revolves around. Now, that particular song is a bit darker than that. Um, it was a working title, if I'm perfectly honest, but we decided to run with it because we liked it so much. Yeah, that works. It works, baby. Mm. There's, a, there's a lyric video available so everybody listening in or watching. Go ahead and click that YouTube link. You can follow along. And there's also some comments on the video that say that you guys are doing great. Can't wait for liftoff. I mean, mm. you got this space-themed thing going on, and somebody gets right in there and says, well, I can't wait for liftoff, baby. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's good. Um how does that feel to come out with this concept and have somebody on the internet understand it and, and sort of pay homage back to that? No, it's great. It's, it's nice for people to, you know, uh, you know, more, more comments and more sort of feedback we get is great. I mean, obviously I think the video gives it away a little bit with the sort of spacey thing going on in there, but uh, yeah, no, we absolutely love everyone just sort of telling us what they think. Sweet. 
Now, at the time of recording, Pickup hasn't aired yet. It premieres in nine days as of time of recording. However, at the time of release, it will be mm-hmm. available. So since I can't see it, uh, take us through what this video is and if it's in relation mm-hmm. to the song. Does the video match the song? What is the song about? Yeah, I mean, the, the song is about um, it's about drug addiction. A, a guy that's sort of like at the end of his rope and he's, he's really struggling. You know, he's... Uh, sort of being outcast by his family and friends, um, living on the streets, sort of getting by. But he sort of, yeah, definitely hit rock bottom. Um, and obviously, he, he tries to seek some sort of, um, I don't know, compassion from his drug dealers who essentially shove him or, or cast him aside as well. And that ultimately leads him down a dark path, um, which uh, he's going to wish he didn't. Uh, without giving too much away, um, I mean, it's it's it, when you when you watch the video, it's it's very hard to sort of it's it's one of those things you want to watch again because there's the idea of you know where has this guy been? What's what's going on? Is he even alive? So you understand so that sort of idea, and that's definitely in the lyrics and in the video itself, obviously as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very conf- yeah, very confusing. I don't know. I don't know if it's confusing <clears throat> or not, but um, one of the things I was thinking was quasi-cynically, if not entirely cynical, is, mm. you know, if drug dealers had better customer service, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he, this wouldn't have happened. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. They maybe need to take a yeah. class on how to you know, have better customer service. Going, going, yeah. going back to where money benefits and we're willing to mm. destroy uh, fellow humans – over paper that the government prints, mm. which actually at this point is just a blip on a screen. It's just a computer at this point. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean, who carries cash anymore? Yep, exactly. Uh, and then space exploration. I thought this would be kind of an interesting thing, maybe to chat about quickly, especially because you know you are from England, I am from Canada. Um, yep. We have the space exploration thing. William Shatner, Canadian from Montreal, yeah. just went into space. Um, mm. boldly went where no 90-year-old has gone before. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, I believe that's an achievement. <laughs> it is. No, yeah. I mean, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to do that at that age. Yeah, absolutely. Going to blow out a hip just on takeoff. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he said publicly, because Prince William had just said, you know, rich people, you should be worrying about climate change rather than space mm. exploration. And William Shatner came back and said, you got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good argument. Yeah, but unfortunately, we can't afford that, the rest of us, us simple folk. I know, I know. Um, I had to explain that to somebody the other day. They're like, oh, but I would love to do that. And I'm like, listen, can you take a first-class flight from here to the other end of the country? And they're like, no, I can't afford that. And I'm like, chances are you can't afford to go into space either. Yeah, funny that. Um, but I thought that would be an interesting chat because mm-hmm. we're chatting a little bit about space exploration. I mean, I guess... The question is, if you guys could film a music video, afford to film a music video in actual space, that could work. I mean, uh, that, that was our, um, our, our singer's uh, original idea to do that sort of thing. But then I was like, yeah, you come up with a budget for that. Because funny enough, I don't think I've got that spare. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, mm. I guess there's other ways you could you could propose it. Now, this artwork that we're taking a look at here, speaking of proposing ways to film things in space... It looks like something not very nice is happening to this young man. Yes, yeah, he is going through a bit of a uh, a bit of a um, I can't even think of the word. 
He's not having a nice time. Yeah, Mm-mm. you're totally right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. He's uh, chomped. Yeah. So something happened to his spacecraft. He's been ejected. He's in his suit. However, mm. um, something's not going very well. Yeah. So this is basically the experience that our, uh, our traveler is going to be – What basically what Insolaris is about. It's about a guy that's basically um, – suffering death over and over again out in space and he's, he's he's sort of trapped in this sort of time loop and that's where the inspiration for that um uh piece of artwork came from which uh, our friend uh, tiffany did for us very kindly uh-huh. it's graphic baby mm, it is yeah cool uh and then yeah for everybody who is listening in watching you can definitely check out that artwork on today's show notes we've got the links for the band socials we've got two videos in solaris lyric video and pickup actual music video um mm. and then as well you can check out the artwork where this guy is just i don't know what i want to call it he's exploding which i don't think would happen in space you think you would implode right yeah I'm, uh, well yeah i don't really know no 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 you do no you do yeah you you explode in space yeah huh? i think your, your your lungs fill up and then pop essentially oh okay mm. All right. Well, that answers that question. <laughs> Sweet, sir. We chatted about drug addiction and how customer service for drug dealers needs to vastly improve. Day-to-day struggles, climate change, Prince William, William Shatner, mm-hmm. uh, space exploration. One of the things that I thought was really cool uh, that William Shatner had said uh, was how incredible the dichotomy is, dichotomy is between how blue the Earth is and how black space is. Uh, and then I just immediately thought to myself, uh, you know, for people who don't believe that pictures of space are real, it's just, well, we are not able – the way the technology works on a camera lens, we're not able to capture that. And so it was interesting that he was able to describe that as just a regular citizen. Yeah. Uh, what the what, – seeing the darkness in space? Yeah. Or seeing – oh, right, okay. J- just how black it is and then therefore how blue the earth is. Right, Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, d- I didn't even know he'd said that. Yeah, yeah, because people were asking, like, oh, like, what was it? What was your take? What was your impression? You know, just thinking about, oh, you were floating around. Like, what was it like to float around? Like, well, whatever. Who cares about floating around? You get to actually see freaking Earth, and seeing how black space actually is, because we yeah. see we see it with a lot of interference. <clears throat> from yeah, Earth. no, yeah, we do. I, I can't remember how that works, but yeah, I know what you mean. But you know, he's one of the few people that has been up there and now knows that. Um, well, the, the the Earth isn't a disc. That is round? Mm. Well, unless you believe that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think it could be a belief system. Yeah, I mean, there's we, we, we can't prove that, I guess. We can't prove that, that, no. that the Earth is flat. Mm-mm. No. I guess he didn't see all the elephants that are holding up the Earth. They didn't take them there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now... What else is there mm-hmm. to tell us about this this record? Uh, I don't have that you guys are with a record label. Are you guys with a record label for this release? We are not, no. But we are about to uh, join with uh, a management company uh, next month, just after, well, at the same time as a, the release of the album, which will be exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, we're doing this all off our own back, which I think is, is common these days, and it's so easy to do. Um, it would be nice. But, yeah. You know. Okay. I think you guys have quality stuff, uh, and I know contacts at record labels. Obviously, it doesn't guarantee anything, but would you want me to get you in touch with some peeps? That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I will make a note. I've got my rainbow pad. <clears throat> I've got my rainbow pad. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'll make a note. And we'll go from there. And hopefully you guys can have a conversation and chat about some stuff and whatever else. All right, fantastic. Yeah, we appreciate that massively. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned doing a bunch of things that yourself. A lot of bands are capable of doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess maybe take us through this recording process. Was it, you know, like how a lot of bands are doing it today is they're just doing it at home and, you know, either using plugins or sending it off to somebody else via the internet. Is that kind of what happened here? Uh, what, for, for the creation of the album? Yeah, yeah, recording the album, mixing it, mastering it. No, no, we went, we, uh, there's, a, there's a nice little local um, uh, recording studio uh, from us. I would tell you where it is, but you probably would have no idea where that is. It's a place called Dis, um, just uh, in Norfolk. Um, and uh, the guy, uh, Tom Joy, he's he's done work with us before, and he, does, he did a fantastic job on it. We, we, we did tour with the idea of doing it uh, here at home, but, um, you know, it's... It's, there's just such a huge difference between you know getting someone who knows what they're doing to do it and and then doing it in your bedroom. I mean, I have, I can record, fair enough, but I you know it's 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 a different ball game when you're um, trying to you know record something that's going to sound extremely good. Uh-huh. I completely agree, Alexi. Now to sum up, we have chatted about Interstellar albums coming out November fifth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody listening in, you've got some links down below in the show notes as well as two videos in Solaris and Pickup. So, Alexi, that concludes my questions. Thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much for having me on. Been good fun. <laughs>